Tip of the tongue, the lips, the teeth. Tip of the tongue, the lips, the teeth. That's right. That's right, Governor. <laughs> so, welcome to episode number one of Children of the Beast podcast. I'm here. How are you introducing ourselves? I, uh, well, you know, part of me pondered upon the anonymity, uh, the pseudonym. It, it's too late. We're doing video. It is. We're doing video. Is, is. And uh, I gather that young people don't have a hard time finding anybody that's ever posted anything Correct. on social media. Correct. So I'm Carlos. Hello, Carlos. I'm Andrew. <laughs> I have to confuse anybody that may see this. I have met him before. <laughs> okay. Not, we're not meeting. I'm introducing myself to the public, not to this gentleman right here. We, we we know each other previously. We've been introduced. We've been introduced. <laughs> please explain how we've been introduced. <laughs> please, please. So the boy right here to my left is my brother, my youngest brother. And we have been bouncing around the idea of doing some something uh, in the sphere of uh, podcasts. We're always uh, trying to be silly and trying to find uh, the good time in anything. But we also like to get into spirited conversations regarding various topics, some of which we agree on and some of which we don't. Majority of them pretty dumb. Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, yes. If we're talking reality television, if I'm talking reality television, you're talking reality it's going to be stupid because I only watch stupid reality television. I, you know, reality television shuts off my brain from thinking. And the only part that sometimes and it did happen recently it started up my feelings, man. I felt bad for somebody for the first time <laughs> ever on reality TV. I was no longer trading my pleasure for their dignity. And I became invested. Empathetic. Oh. Oh, it was bad. I was just Do you like, think this is just you getting older and more mature? No, no, no. This was <laughs> no, believe me. <laughs> you show me a girl coming out of the club at three in the morning in high heels gripping. I'm laughing. If she broke a tooth, that's a secondary conversation. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as I see the, the hair flip, I'm in, dude. I like, like play it again. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, you know, we we like talking a lot about MMA, which we'll be doing here in a second. Because I yeah. am hyped about this card. You know, for those of us who are uh, listening today, which... Who knows who that'll be? Today is July, <laughs> July the 7th, 2020. Hopefully there is a tomorrow. Well, the Rona, the Rona's not moving slow, but it's not moving fast. And it's, it's definitely not very deadly. I'm just speaking facts. So. The Rona's going to come get you. I mean. It's going to hear you well, talking I mean, we, shit. We, we, we could, I mean, Yellowstone <laughs> could blow up right now and we may not be here. A fucking asteroid could, I mean, yeah. you know. But for now, today's July 7th, and um, in the current state of affairs in MMA, we're looking forward to what's normally and typically the fight biggest week. card of the yeah, year. International Fight Week would be oh, typically this week. That's, that's what would be And for the first time, it's actually international because it's going to be in Are Abu they Dhabi. doing Fight Week celebrations over there? I haven't heard anything about Fight Week. I would have to assume not, right? Be just because of how strict they have to be with social guidelines and- Who the hell is going to attend anything? That's right. The That's journalists who are already there. Yeah. Who's no, no, but 15, I mean, usually people, yeah, 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 you'd have fan fans driven. Driven. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's a good point. We would have a big press conference where we'd bring everybody to talk shit to each other. Yeah. One of my favorite things about the UFC. Yeah. And there's some good shit talking in this one too. I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, I mean, we, I guess we, we got to talk about, we got to start at the top. The main event. Gilbert Burns, who was going to challenge Kamara Usman 
He is now what three and one this year, two and one this year. Yes, he's a, and he's a, and not only that, but because he, he lost one fight, but to the Corona. But the, that's the, what happened. He lost to Corona. He's, he's <laughs> so I think he's two and one for the year. Yes, <laughs> unfortunately. But what's been crazy with Gilbert Burns leading up to this letdown for his this, this setback for his career is he has been getting incrementally better. Sure. Right. Yeah, totally. From fight to fight, this guy is getting more gamemanship and more experience and more patience at the right times. And I think. Uh, I think it's a real fucking shame, man. I mean, it's bad luck. It's Florida being Florida. Well, and the, right, the question is, do you think he's ever going to get his opportunity? Because like, right, Dan Henderson, John Jones dropped out. Chel Sonnen was going to fill in. John Jones didn't want to fight him. Chel Sonnen's a gangster. Of course, he didn't want to fight him. The baddest man in <laughs> West Lynn, Oregon. I, I, I mean, obviously, I don't have the hard stats on it, but I think that there's a little bit of like a 50-50 record of this situation's working out in favor of the fighter that loses the shot sure. for A or B reason, you know? I mean, completely not in his control, right? No, I mean, not not from the standpoint of view, not for any standpoint of yeah. view, because we're dealing with a, a thing that's never happened in uh, our generational lifestyle. That's so hard so. to try to get a grasp of accurate information. Alone. Yeah, yeah, you know, so, so I, I don't know. I... At this point, with something like this, you just want him to do better. I mean, there's other yeah, people in, in podcast sphere that played it fast and loose and got sick. I don't know if you heard about Bre Brendan Schaub and fucking Brian Callen. <laughs> Brendan coronavirus is killed God, by the yeah. sun? <laughs> fucking. The funny thing is that the podcast this week, they both... Brian was like, well, I just got to say that I'm here to eat crow. I fucked up. I played it to lose. I went and had like, I mean. High-fiving all the people after their shows they were in, in Arizona. Oh, they were in Texas? In okay. Texas, bro. Like San Antonio or some Ooh. shit. Yeah. So, you know, inhaling the breath of 300 people. Probably not the best idea. Not the, Probably not, not the best in idea. In San Antonio. In Texas. There's I a mean, lot of so, just gunpowder and America, red, white, and blue floating around. No, no, but, you'll but never they, know they what got, you'll catch. They got roasted real good on social media, which is kind of good for them because it took away attention from the whole Chris D'Elia thing, which started to <laughs> leak into their own personal lives. And I'm sure that no one need that. Plus, right now, you're stuck at home with a wife and the right. Rona. Oh, right. should you, you be it. talking about that nonstop? And so is that a real account that's texting you or is that a fake account, Brendan? I can only imagine. You know, I mean, Callan already fucked up. He's fucking divorced. But with Brandon, he got the new baby and everything. Mm. I don't think that's something. But I What animal do you think he's going to name the new baby after? Shark? Uh, no, his name's Boston. The first one's named Tiger, though, right? It is. It, it's, so then it should be named like Shark or like Tortoise. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. I don't think they went animal style on him. I what think. You, what do you mean, just, Tiger? No, Boston. Oh, Boston is the baby. Well, Boston name. Terrier, like the dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I mean, you could say like Boston Celtics. You could say well, no, Boston. Oh, but we're talking about animals, right? The naming convention is animals. Tiger, Boston Terrier, Shop. Yeah, but I, I don't think Shop would like. I don't think he's astute enough to like follow a theme. I think everything's a spur of the moment. Great idea. You know what I mean? So I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying it, it doesn't seem like he was following. Let's go back talking about MMA. But yeah. gets a Rona, <laughs> right? And now we have Street Jesus. Street Jesus steps in. Oh, he, <laughs> saves so the day. he saves the day. Street <laughs> Jesus steps in and says, you know what? Hold the lies from my beard. We're doing this shit. Well, from my beard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's tremendous. And I like it even more, man, because 
You got to root for the little guy and the underdog. Six days notice. And in this situation, this is one time where the fighter gets to ban the company over. Yeah. And guess what? Remember the conversations we were having three months ago <laughs> that you was not liking and fuck me and all that? Well, Put your not, phone on silent, well, motherfucker. It turns out, it turns trying out, to do a professional thing here. Come on. <laughs> Come on, sir. So it turns out it's not so much fuck a me. It's fuck a you. Yeah. Pay me. Yeah, definitely. Fuck you. Pay Fuck me. you, pay me. Oh, oh, so it turns out there is renegotiating. And you know what I would only love? I would pay a pay-per-view for them to shoot a goddamn embedded on the negotiations. Well, right? hold on. So I have a little bit of insight on this. They break down. <laughs> and then now the fighter falls out and you're like, oh, uh, yeah. Hold can on, we, have, talk, can we speak to Mr. Masvidal? I have some insight oh, on this. Oh, he's not here. This is the guy you said didn't matter. So, hold on. I have some insight on this. Let's stop pretending. Let me give you what kind of a taste of what actually happened. (laughs) Sorry, Ariel Hawani was interviewing his uh, manager, one of the Kawa brothers. I think it's the, not Abraham. Yeah, not Abraham. I can't remember his name. Malky is the main guy. Yeah, I think it's Malky. Oh, he's the main guy. Whatever. And he got his little brother. Whatever. He's. I know it's not Abraham. I know it's not. Okay, so Malky's Malky's our man. He's a man. So he's talking to Malky. And basically what happened was he was having... People over for the July, Jorge came over kind of early and he was like, fuck it, I'm going to call UFC right now. You're here. Let's figure this out right now. Spent like four hours over the course of 4th of July trying to figure this thing out. And part of it was the UFC execs kind of talking about how like, right, with their Ivy League education and the forecasting with the how random and wild the situation is going to be. And Jorge said something to the effect of, well, I have an Ivy League in street assassinations, so pay me. <laughs> and that's an incredible line. That's such a good line. And, and the man is right. I mean, he's his his record's only impressive. Like like cowboy. How many? I think it's like he would, forty-eight. If he, and win, something. if he wins, it's going to be winning on his 49th fight in the UFC. Plus his amateur kickboxing shit. Plus, Plus the his backyard, street fight. The backyard shit. fighting. No, no, I'm, I'm I love it, man. I I think this is this is a great well, moment. I, I think mean, I I'll go as far as to say this. I think Jorge could get a Conor McGregor-esque result. Sure. Not, I mean, Conor, no one's going to be as big as Conor. Conor just, it, it's lightning in a bottle. Yeah. But with the mezcal, right? With a BMF title, the fact that he's an American, there's a, he, he appeals Cuban, to the Latino Cuban, community, yeah. to the Florida. Uh, and he's a Trump things. supporter. It, that's what I'm saying. He's a wild card in his Don't own let way. Anybody know. In his own way, he's a fucking wild card. Right. You give totally. a guy like that this kind of notoriety, now he's the BMF and the fucking world champ. Holy shit, Bisping did it. Right. Mm. And then GSP did it to Bisping. Is like we've had some unlikely people that were not supposed to win win. Plus, by the way, for betting, there's some underdogs. Everyone should that go bet on Jorge. Love. Everyone should go bet on Jorge. Too. Listen. Listen. I'm to not me. mad at it. I'm no, I'm not mad at it. I already know what you're gonna say. He He's I, never an underdog. Agreed. He agreed. He's he's the champion. He was undefeated for we we all know. That, and that really feels like a battle of does the youth and the new hotness able to co- overcome this old lion? And, 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 you know, imagine if you're, if you're Aldo and you didn't fucking, you didn't lose what it, I think it's like 10 years, right? Right. So. No, I think longer. I'm maybe like longer. 14? Imagine the wear and tear you had. Maybe yeah. he had a little bit of time now with the pressure off to like recover. And he was basically and, gifted this. Exactly. Well, I mean, again, I'm not think gifted, he right? Every sure, <laughs> sure. But right, you, you can argue. The, you call Ian Ian McCall and tell him he's getting a title fight. That that's, that's a gift. gift. That's you know what I'm saying? Like this is no offense to Ian, man. But you know, <laughs> I don't want that guy to because we know you're listening, Ian McCall. <laughs> totally. I don't know if he is or he isn't, dude. You know, I don't know how the algorithm works. <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> let me tell you, not that way. I don't know how it works, man. Their voice recognition. No, I, I don't know. know. He seems like a techie type of dude, you know? You can find me. I'm sure you want to. And then I, I don't, uh, I mean, I don't need, no, I don't need no, none of that thunder. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's always been pissed and everything. So like I said, no disrespect. But yeah, so that card is, uh, is tremendous. And we have, uh, who else? We have Rose and Jessica, right? So in the co-main event, sorry, we have to go down the line, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alex Volkanovsky, the featherweight champion versus Max Holloway. And, and I'm guessing Max is an underdog. Just kidding. Volkanovsky is the favorite. Don't take See, your betting advice from I me. I might I don't take know 50 bucks and I'm not a betting man, ladies and gentlemen. Doubt any ladies are listening to this or will. But your wife? I am not. I'm a, my, 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 my wife for sure. Shout out to you. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> you are one lucky lady. <laughs> You're so dumb. You're so dumb. <laughs> this is, but I digress again. This, this is a $50 bet. I'm going to go underdogs. Because Jorge, I like that too. Max. Volkanovski yeah. didn't fucking knock out Max. And Max was carrying a lot of fucking wear and tear. He hadn't been doing look. See, I think some of these guys that are young, I think they're worn out a little bit. I think you let them rest a sure. little bit. Look how Dustin Poirier came back, bro. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying? Totally. And a lot of people were kind of leaning towards that. Eh, Dustin, maybe. Man, Dustin maybe will come back out of fucking the grave when he's dead and kick your ass there. You know I mean, that son of a bitch. I, where did he get it from? Dude, Dan Hooker, during that third round, transitioned from a non-believer yeah. to a believer. It's yes. like he saw Jesus come out and walk on the goddamn yeah. water. And realized he couldn't <laughs> do anything like, about it. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. He was a, a Pharisee scribe, angry, upset, and just... Couldn't do anything about his use. No, it was it was it was, it was a beautiful. I got real thing. historical, biblical with you on that one. Yeah, <laughs> right, well, you <laughs> must, you must. Um, so I, then you have the Peter Yan fight and the Jose Alva fight, and then finally, or well, not finally, but the next fight on the card will be the Rose Namajunas versus Jessica Andrade. It's interesting. It's an interesting bounce back fight for Rose. I have the same thing with Rose. Young, super talented, has already been the world champ, which means she's handled it. Pressure, yeah, pressure of the yeah. sport. This is definitely not going to be one of those where she's not even on the top. Right, right. I mean, not even the feature about. Exactly. So, so, so I don't know. I that's why I like the underdogs. Also, mm. the card is so fucking stacked it's and so well matched good. up that it's like. I mean, same with Paige. Yeah, because the following fight, Paige, Paige Van Sant versus Amanda Rebus. I think I got Rebus, but it's Paige's last fight on her contract, and right, she needs to do something here. Exactly. She needs to do something here. And, and as somebody that has shared the ring on the same fight night. With Paige Van Sant, I must stick with Paige. She kickboxed on the same night I kickboxed one time. A long time ago. Long many moons ago, ago. Many moons ago. Back when you were young and not Back so Back when old. I was young. Now, I, I now did not so stay old. for her fight because obviously I was less important and I'm not good looking. And so I fought much earlier and left. <laughs> but she fought that night on the same ring where I liver kicked the manager of the gym she was fighting for. But that's besides the point. So Plus, I like her, her angle. You know, what she said about uh, the UFC and the payment situation. She said, I don't know if you read it. No. Okay, so she should... They, they've been asking her a lot because it's her last fight, yeah, right? Yeah. And she's going to fight out her contract, which I like. That's a confident thing. This chick, she could have already... when you quit. haven't renegotiated your contract many times and you're not stuck into a 9-10 fight contract like Jorge Masvidal is, for example. Well, no, but I think she's finishing up like a six-fight contract. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's probably still her rookie contract. It's very much possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But... What I mean, what I what I like about it is that she is, she's in my opinion, she's being smart because she's not stifling her own opinion, which means that she's not devaluing her brand towards the UFC. Sure. 
She's not, but she's not being shitty. Yeah, I she's that. just being honest about fucking it. Yeah. Honest about it, you know. And what she said was on today's thing. She's been talking about it in general, but, you know, leading up to right. this is the last fight. I want to see my market value and all that shit. She's a young woman. She could have quit many times already. Yeah, totally, that same yeah. fucking arm breaking on you twice yeah. and within the same eighteen month period. I don't know how bad of a luck that is, right. but uh, I think that the fact that she's still at it and she is game, dude. When she fights, she doesn't go there to lay and pray and give you boring shit. She's out there fucking trading blood with yeah. these bitches, and that's awesome. So I, uh, I like pit her pit attitude. Pit. And she said today, she goes, "Look, the reality is that if I had just worked a regular, average nine to five job." For the last four or five years, I would have probably made the same amount of money yeah. as I made in the UFC. Yeah. She's right. Now, she wouldn't have had the opportunities that she's had where she's been sure. able to capitalize further. Yeah. But uh, I think it's really cool. I actually think her husband's a really talented guy, Austin. Super slick on the ground. And and I don't know where. He wasn't expected right. to win this jiu-jitsu matches he's been winning in the last 15 months, man. You yeah. know, like he's been stepping up to fight guys where people go, oh, look at this guy <laughs> with the balls. And he wins. So. So I like them. I, yeah. I think they're they're cool, you know, and and I think uh, I like I like that she's on the main card. I like that she's promoting her brand. Well, like right, she has to win if she has any semblance of a future with UFC, right? Because if she loses, it makes much more sense for her to go get a better deal somewhere else. I don't know where else she can go and realistically get matched up with three girls. Where else is there? A, she fights at one fifteen, correct? Uh, let me double check. I think which is flyweight. Flyweight, for them, yeah, right. No, um, yeah, 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 flyweight. So Invicta, the UFC, I'm sure the one FC has a couple of chicks like right. signed, but have you heard of any of them? No. Exactly. So okay, now, but you can build a division around right, Paige. No, and like similar to Mighty Mouse, like, right, I don't, I feel like you can go to Ron and not necessarily the name recognition isn't as important for Paige. Like you said, you can build a division around her. Right, right. Or, she or maybe they go to like this Ari's fighting. Or the same thing know. happens with, uh, that happened with Sage. You get murked and they love it and they forget all about you. When's the last time you saw fucking Sage Northcutt? I think he just finally healed. I think he's still been healing that all this time. And that was like a year and a half ago. So you can't post a selfie, pretty boy? I'm sure. Do you follow him on Instagram? So then why, what do you mean? I don't even know because I haven't seen him, but I used to see him. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's a good point, right? The UFC, well, the UFC is promoting him a lot. One FC also is not promoting him. I see one FC shit here and there. I mean, I don't know what their next card is or anything, but I know Brandon Vera lost, and that was their big heavyweight. Mm. But I think he was going for a dual belt, so maybe he's still the light heavyweight or something. But seems like a lot of hoopla to me. It's a whole lot of hoopla. Nobody. And by the way, we we don't know when anybody else is going to put on shows. Yeah, like you. I feel like we hear rumblings of like different little stuff that's happening. Um, look, he looks fine. See North Coast. Oh, fucking pretty boy up. Yeah, he looked normal. Yeah. yeah. Although that could be an old picture. What if he was all spindly now and shit and looks all riggedy? I mean, <laughs> I just showed him a picture of Sage Northcutt. Just, just fucking shredded. Just, just shredded. steroids into each app. I, I think so. I think that's how that it works. Is, right? I think that's it how that like works. Eight meals yeah. at the same time. Yeah. One to each app square, and then. Well, I mean, that's what you get when your dad's a. Martial arts dojo owner, right? And his dad was also popped for steroids. In fact, he may have even done time. There's something to do. You can Google it. <laughs> it's a long time. Like I we'll said. let the, uh, what are we going to call our listeners? The fellow children? The little beasts. The little beasts. We'll let the little beasts. <laughs> That's so silly. Of course. <laughs> That's great. We'll let the little beasts do their research and get yeah. back to us. Yeah, you little beasts. Get out there, please. 
You know, I love that. Back, I'll find some of this information for a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> if you will. I'm here. I'll let you look down the prelims because I don't like I recognize a name on the prelims. I'm excited for the name that I recognize. Muslim Sally Cove. But other than that, there's all. Yeah. Well, Volcom Ozdemir is the going to be the main event on the prelims. So that'll be a fun fight. But I don't recognize the dude's name. Yeah. He's and fighting. I, and I find I find Ozdemir to be a boring fighter myself as far as watching. He's very effective. Sure. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm getting fucking food during that fight. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Fair like, I, like I, I get a drink or something. Cause... So, yeah, man. So, it's going to be great. Gonna be, it's going to be tremendous. It's going to be tremendous coming off of the last card. Which was, and you're going to be chasing the Buffalo during this card, correct? I, I don't know anymore because we were hoping to have people over, but we're waiting on some blood work results because last week didn't go exactly the way we wanted. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we're, we may, we may just watch it, uh, hear ourselves, gotcha. nice. but I did. So it was 4th of July. I haven't talked to you about it. No, how was your, how was your fourth? My fourth was great. Was it? That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was absurd for business. We didn't work on Friday. Sure. So great. I went and played a little bit of golf with, uh, our other brother, our middle Mickey. brother. Eventually he made cameo in this motherfucker. He and, wants to uh, desperately. I'm, uh, I'm trying to parlay him because right. He's been obsessed with buying Jordans ever since the last dance. So I've been trying to get him to use that money on something useful and invest in us <laughs> and invest in our marketing scheme, baby. <laughs> now he has no idea of this plan. So he'll hear this for the first time when he listens to he this. He's good at business. You know, I'll and I like that. what you're doing. I like what that. you're doing right now. The hey, butter enough. I'm like, who knows? Could he be getting some Jordans for free? Maybe I hear some people do. You know, <laughs> some people. Some people. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, one almost got canceled and the other guy's still around. The league. <laughs> the league get free Jordans? They do, of course. Why do you think they're always shouting out the name of the, oh, this is by the fucking street artist, the aircraft. I just assume they make enough money to fucking spend it on they frivolous probably things. Do. Like they probably Custom do. shoes that's cost they probably $600. Do, but if you have that many Instagram followers, man. Yeah, you got to see someone's everything in here to be free. I don't need the money. Send me the free shit all day <laughs> long, baby. What? <laughs> okay, so this is a great question, right? Who would be your ideal sponsorship for the show? On it for sure. Come on. <laughs> take that shit every day. No way, dude. Um, you said ideal. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's not ideal. I would say on it, maybe like Hayabusa. Oh, Hayabusa. Cool. Oh, yeah. We're definitely in that niche. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hayabusa. Maybe. See, I think bigger, dude. Like, I'm talking like Disney. <laughs> I was thinking like a couple of local weed dispensaries. <laughs> nah, dude. Think big, baby. Because even if you miss, you're still going to land amongst the stars. Well, yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. we won't get sponsored by Disney. But Fox, CNN, what's up? Well, I don't know yeah, why I jumped to those two organizations. send me weed? <laughs> no, they'll send you money so you can buy the weed with the money. We'll see. My boy that works at Hardin Dispensaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I tell you what. I'm going to start making a list, though. I'll t- I promise everybody I'm going to make a list of my ideal sponsors because this is a good question. This is a great question. And I like it. But so anyways, that's our little uh, brother, Ricky. I went golfing with him. On oh, Friday. yeah. Fourth of July. I forgot. Friday. They have those golf boards that look like a snowboard and you're on the golf course doing it. So that was pretty good. Uh, leading up to that, I went to the driving range twice to hit 250 balls each time. Mm. Shot 88. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's pretty good for not really golfing all that often. That's That's and I put it well. Oh, like, nice. it, you know, the, I, I heard our brother was hitting the ball straight. Uh, yes. Yeah, so our brother Ricky has the most wicked slice that you could ever imagine in the well, game. Let's preface ever. this. Let's give this context. Our brother Ricky 
athletic, I would say, but it's just in the goofiest way. Yes, yes, yes. Which is a weird statement, I realize. Yeah. And also, well, this is okay. So this is this can summarize Ricky's game to you. You'll understand yeah, it. If you sure. know golf a little bit, you'll understand this. Ricky is the only person. I'm 39 years old, started golfing when I was about 15 or 16. He's the only person in that entire amount of time that has purchased golf clubs, and you can tell his game improved. Well, to be fair, he was also golfing with like 20-year-old clubs like 15 years ago. Yes, but Every time I've ever seen anybody buy golf clubs, <laughs> this fucking idiots go to the golf shop. Oh, I know what the problem is. It's this fucking clubs. No, it's not. But you, you swing like El Zorro, you fuck. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, this motherfucker swings like El Zorro. But right. yeah, man, his driver. Like, I never saw him drive so many balls to the fairway. It's incredible. No, well, no, no. Friends. I mean, it's still curving right. a little bit. Sure. But, but so his clubs have all kinds of. It, listen. Technology's come along. <laughs> he, got, he got proper yeah, yeah. flex on his irons. Cool. Right? He's got right. some graphite in there that I know is helping him. And he, and I know the, the club head of his driver has some kind of rotational deal. Like as he swings? No. Oh, I thought like it can, was like. I think you can rotate the face. You think he's rotating the face though? Yes. Oh, he is. Oh. Most certainly. <laughs> Most certainly. But it costs him not to have to aim 45 degrees from his target. Sure. All of a sudden, in the sound. That's it sounds like a normal golf shot. Wow. Where before that, his horrible shot was accompanied by a horrible clanking. <laughs> yes, sound. like the sound of a tin cup being hit by a baseball. <laughs> like you go hit a bell, but the bell was made out of tin. <laughs> and he's like, you know what I mean? Like it's not beautiful. No, it's, it's like, just loud. Yeah, and it's like yeah, a loud like, clank. Yeah, like yeah. So mm. so it was cool. It was cool. And then uh, we spent the weekend at Lake Las Vegas with my in laws. So that was nice. Uh, I had a beer with Ricky after the round. Oh, well, beer. I had an IPA. What type of what um, type of IPA? It was not the goose. It was I the green like one. Sierra Nevada. No, no, it stone. wasn't Sierra. It was stone uh, IPA. It wasn't stone. The green one. I Ricky will know, but Sierra it was good. Sierra and stone. It was. It was a, oh, it was a bad beat IPA. Uh, yes. Hoppy yes. times. Yes. Yes. Very good. That's a good beer. That's a good beer. Very good. Had a nice um, frosted mug in that. I feel like. As you start, because like, right, you're not going to want to drink for the show every time. But I feel like we like at least once a month, we do like a beer episode where like I bring in a beer and we share a beer. I'm into that because I'm actually. It doesn't have to be like, a, we don't have to bring in two, but like we can just bring like one and we can share it. That's a good idea. Because see, this leads into what else I did over the week. We can also probably listen to whiskey where you bring in the whiskey for me because I don't really know whiskey. That's a good idea. That's, <laughs> that's also true. a good idea. <laughs> that, that idea has merit. That idea has merit. Thank you. So, um, but I did. Run with the Buffalo as in Buffalo Trace, my favorite whiskey, the house's Run. whiskey here at the at the Alberto Estate. And um, yeah, it was very nice, man. It was very nice. So one thing I did do on Saturday yeah. is uh, I went on a run every time I, my in-laws live at Lake Las Vegas right. and I was going on a run there. And so I woke up early and went on a nice little run, did my five miles, came back and my father-in-law asked me, they have a machine at their uh, club that does metabolic testing. Okay. Which basically it measures a bunch body of body fat and like body uh, fat, visceral fat, I, how much each what limb. What the weighs, fuck is visceral fat? Like what you can see your organs. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> okay. But anyway, I don't want to make it boring. Your boy, thirteen percent body fat, baby. <laughs> I'm that close to an elite athlete. <laughs> that close to a finely tuned athletic machine. Oh yeah. So of course I'm gonna get to that ten. 
Well, if that's the case, we definitely can't do the beer and the whiskey tasting, at least until we get to it. No, because I'm not, I'm only drinking once a month or something. Yeah. So So this is perfect. Like once a a month we do it, like Mm -hmm. every couple episodes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was good. It was good. I I had my sip of roots of whiskey, made some prime rib. Delicious. Made a little lobster tail. Delicious. Jamie picked up some crab from the crab corner. We had that with it. Yum. So yeah, man, it was was a nice time relaxing, you know? My 4th of July involved sitting with my puppy. I mean, she, she was okay because she was scared oh, of the fireworks. The <laughs> she was terrified. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, I just kind of hung out, played some videos. People seem to have gone extra American with the fireworks this year. They're right? just bored. I mean, what, fuck, what else can you Did do? Did you see that picture of the LA skyline? Yeah. <laughs> the video, the video, like it's the video, so it's incredible. It's, it's awesome. Tough. Fuck you to the, to the government, dude. I love it. Fucking it Gavin Newsom. I would great. love to have seen a fucking pay-per-view of his face when that shit's going on. Like, no one respects you, sir. <laughs> no one in your state that you govern respects so, you. And the people that have money, guess what? They can afford to leave. You're going to lose their taxes because they don't like you. For real. For real. You're going to move to Texas. <laughs> I have no opinion on the matter other than recognizing so, people huh, don't like I wanna, you. I want to bring this up. Fully aware that we may cut this out later. Okay. <laughs> just going to preface with this. I'll be cautious. <laughs> no, you don't have to be cautious. But like, I just, I'm depending where this conversation goes, right? Because I saw a lot of posts on social media about fuck your 4th of July. How dare you celebrate a country with systemic racism, with kids in cages, with all of this. Uh, I don't want to be. Uh, well, yeah. you know, I, I don't want you to cut this out, but I'll say this. <laughs> fuck every one of those people. <laughs> Leave, cut suckers. <clears throat> and I'm going to add a caveat to that. I saw a lot of fucking people going, oh, you don't want the mistreatment of your children. How about the mistreatment of dogs today? Okay, fucko. Just because you chose not to have children and you're 52 and your emotional maturity only gave you enough to give love to a fucking dog and you think you're a hero because you adopted the fucking dog, that does not mean that you have any goddamn idea to make such a comparison. That's fucking asinine and fuck them too. You you may cut. I, I'll stand by. No, all this. <laughs> I stand by all this. I just think it's interesting, right? Because like, very just, clear. Just so you know, by the way, sorry. I have dogs. I love my dogs, <laughs> but they're dogs. You have a dog they're now. Fucking you dogs. have a dog. I have a dog. You have a dog. Yeah. R.I.P. The previous ones. Love them to death. But I'll point out, right? Like, I understand being upset with where this country is at. I understand feeling not represented. But right, fourth of idea is this celebration of the ideas behind America. And right, at least in my opinion, the ideas behind America, the ideas behind our foundational documents, Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, they're good ideas, right? Now, I'm not saying we accomplish them the way we should be accomplishing them because I think it's very clear that we're not, but we should be striving for that. And I feel like it is good to celebrate that because- I don't know. I'm proud of being American, even though it's like, right. I just clearly not happy with the way we are right now, but still at the end of the day, I'd much rather live in America than I would a lot of other countries. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there's always going to be work to be done because we're a country that is hell bent on improvement. Well, and like, right. You know, that that's one thing that whether you like the education system or not, we're taught in this country to improve. Well, right. And like 50 years from now, hundred years from now, our grandchildren should look back at us and be like, wow, I can't believe grandpa 
was that racist that he was using iPhones made by child slavery? Exactly, exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, like in theory, like we should look back at our history and be like, "Ugh, that's kind of ugly," but we should not. We need to, I don't know, learn from it. I don't know. And don't know. And, and one of those things, and I think that's something that is probably not very popular right now. And I know it's a it's a prominent quote. I've just really better remember the person, the authors of quotes, but it's certainly not mine. Which is that your freedom ends as soon as it infringes upon mine and vice versa. So when when you're a truck driver and you're trying to deliver the load of whatever and protesters I so I hold on, I need to interrupt for you because like right, we already have examples in society where your freedoms are infringed on because you're in certain places. Like right, as a student in a high school, you don't have necessarily the same First Amendment rights or right. This right. is why like lockers are able to be searched. So I already kind of fundamentally disagree with this quote. Sorry, right, right. But your parents have the choice to send you there or not. Not necessarily if it's a public school. Oh uh, yeah, they can homeschool you, and you're not subjected to that. I I, I guess you may yeah, not sure. like the options, sure, but I it's guess. a choice. Yeah, sure, I guess nobody said you get to choose the choices. Well, actually, right now in New or I think not New Jersey, North Carolina, the homeschooling portal to sign up kids for homeschooling has been down for like a couple days because there's such an increase in people wanting to turn to homeschooling. I in mean, North Carolina, I believe in North Carolina, and we should talk about this, right? Because like at least here in Nevada, this school district, what are we doing here? How are we going to reopen? And like, I'm not saying this in terms of criticism because like, it's not like I fucking know what we should be doing. Yeah. It's so damn complicated, right? Clearly we can't go completely virtual because A, children, younger children don't learn the best that way. And B, right, and specifically in Clark County, the uh, the gap in terms of economic classes and with the access to technology, it's just not, it's just not fair, right? You're going to be missing at least... I, I guess I'm pulling this number out of my butt, but I would have to assume at least 20, 30% of students would, wouldn't have the access to the technology necessary. Yeah. And, right, and now what they're doing, I believe they're doing some sort of staggered learning where the students are going to be coming in on like two to three days a week kind of varies. And like, as a parent, how are you able to figure out a work schedule? And it, it, I can yeah, understand no, why people are moving it's, towards it's, homeschooling. It's very difficult, but at the same time, 50% of the parents we're speaking about were shitty parents before this, and now they're forced to get engaged. Sure, totally. All the parents you this talk about- This isn't a fucking no. daycare, it's school. All the parents the, talk the about- The government uh, shouldn't be responsible for feeding your child. Like the fact that- I, I kind of disagree with this. I kind of disagree with this, right? I, I No, I don't. I disagree with this, right? Because if, as a child, it is not your fault if your parent is unable to feed you. You no, should no, have no. the right to have access that. to food. I understand that. I'm not blaming the government or right. the child. I'm blaming the fucking parent. Sure, you can blame the parent, but right, it is- more productive to feed that child so they can actually learn. I'm not arguing with it with the practice of it. Okay. I'm, I, I am saying that there is no shame placed on those parents and there should be. And this situation is forcing some people, not all of them. There's right, some, right, right. There's some shitty ass fucking people some of them. that are expecting a lot of them, dude. <laughs> Listen, at least I'm, 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 I'm the, my kid just finished his first sure. year in school. Right. Right. Yeah, I can tell you the 50% of those fucking parents, bro. Jesus Christ. This is your concern? Sure. The, like, totally. No, and like, right, I'm sorry. If you're a parent that talks about how you have your eyes have been opened to how hard a teacher's job was, is during this, you just haven't been paying attention. You're just not paying attention. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never said that. I'm, I don't. No, I'm I'm not, never, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I never thought, I never thought that it's an easy job, but I think that it's a job that it's made exponentially harder because many parents think that that means they don't have to do any of the racing. 110%, 110%. And that's, that's it's a, a, it's a collaborative effort. It's a collaborative yeah. effort. If not just if, your teacher, but your, your kid, admin, your parents. If your, your kid is learning family. to say thank you in right. school, then you're a piece of shit parent. 
Yeah, definitely. That, that should be being reinforced right. in school, but right. not it shouldn't be acquired knowledge from school. You know, so I don't know. I I think uh, I think we don't know. It's uncharted waters. And no, mean, completely. And like, right, I'm saying all this, not saying that, like, right, I have the solution because there's not, there's no easy solution. And, there and, truly and, isn't. And to me, to me personally, where I'm seeing it at this point is is a hybrid combination of homeschooling and utilizing that because I sell my tax money. Yeah. And that's still the school that my son's sewn for. And right. it's a good school. So following that up and doing what I was planning on doing anyway, instead of private school, which in private our tutors. town, I don't like. Uh, in, in Las Vegas, Nevada, sure. I'm not a fan of the private schools that I've witnessed. I think they're predatory. I don't like volunteering for rules that I have no hand in setting. Sure. And I don't like being treated like a child when I'm spending a ton of money. And when you belong to one of those schools, the parents like a student and a fucking dumbass 26 year old teacher can boss you around with a bunch of extra responsibilities that, you know, I mean, the fact that some of these private schools that charge a ton of money have to have fundraisers. It's hilarious. <laughs> fucking hilarious. So to me, I'd rather pay for Latin classes, piano lessons. Yeah, you're better off getting or, 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 or a tutor talk, or something. Yeah, talk to a fucking, the, the head of geography at UNLV and say, hey, do you have an understudy that can come and do a lecture for my kid? He's right. interested in fucking, you know, whatever I mean, the fuck. an undergraduate, they, like a guy in fucking, exactly. a, a nerd in a geo exactly. 101. Yeah, whatever. And, and that's all effort based. Sure. You come up with it and you implement yep. it and you don't have to have fucking one million dollars to do it <laughs> right you know so so i i hope that people get more engaged i i you know the same way i hope people get more accountable about corona exposing certain things that are not popular to talk about such as what i just pointed out you know i mean it, it yeah. which is get your shit together you fat fucks yeah no 110 like unfortunately the fact is Fuck like you <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will never be providing a trigger warning on this on this show. Actually, I was reading the study how they're kind of in fact I provide trigger guarantee. Fair, <laughs> right, but no, like there I, I was reading the study linked by uh Luke Thomas, right? The MMA journalist talking about how um trigger warnings don't according to this one study that we were reading, uh they don't necessarily are effective in like warning someone from like, right, it's kind of pointless because if you're saying trigger warning about whatever the thing is, that's still going to fucking remind him of whatever yeah, sort of trigger trauma. restraint is <laughs> the only thing <laughs> that'd be effective. And if I'm restraining myself, I would only warn you to fuck with you. Well, yeah, and so <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Well, yeah. I would have destroyed you right now, but I'm not going to. <laughs> it's, it's true. I never thought about that. I mean, first of all, the whole triggering thing. It, um, listen. I accept it if you're like a fucking PTSD having Afghanistan soldier with fireworks. That to me is a trigger warning. But this word reminds me of my mean grandmother. Fuck you and your mean grandmother. Well, you know what? No. Actually, I'm on her side. So like, and I'll say, I think I'm at the point where I feel like in certain mediums, I think those type of warnings are appropriate. Cause like, right in movies, we have rating systems where they're warnings of explicit content. And really? I feel like a lot of times the type of trigger warnings, it is explicit content, right? If it's like a rape or if it's a fucking assault sure, or some sure, sort, sure. that's that's an explicit memory. So I think it may be like journalism. I think it makes sense. Like written journalism. See, I, I don't think so. I don't think journalism should have- byline, A little byline at the top saying, hey, warning, this contains graphic material. I. Well, yeah, but what if it's a piece on transsexuals? Well, then it's obviously gonna, I mean, the person clicking on us probably know what they're in for. 
That, that's what but I mean. If like, a, but if it's a, like, say if it's a letter to an editor in your local newspaper, I know this is such a horrible example because like, it doesn't even exist. You mean Twitter. <laughs> yes, go ahead. <laughs> well, no, no, because like, I don't think Twitter should be like included in this, right? Because Twitter is just such a short form. I know, but that's how people send letters to the editors nowadays, right? It's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Add New York Times. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's funny. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I Listen. I'm a new parent. I'm a fucking white belt parent, right? right. My, my sons are three and a half and six. They're being raised to not elicit shitty words in their direction and to know how to let those words, if and when they come in their direction, roll right off sure. their back. Because the only way that those words stick is if you give them credence. Totally, totally. And that's an, that, that is a, and because we're so. And that's a skill. That's a skill. Well, it, it, it is. To develop. And, and, like, and it starts it in the house. Yeah. Totally. I mean, my wife. It's relentless fucking with them. <laughs> my Please wife, give examples. My wife will Please be damned if she's going to send a pussy out into the world. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, we we have a healthy way of fucking with each other in this house. Please give me, I need examples. Come on, hit me well, with no, some I mean, examples. It's not, it's not just examples. It's, there's a time when they're hurt. Sure. And when totally. they're six. And no matter what, it's right then, you're hurt, you're six, you get up and you... Right. But there's no such thing as fucking crying without a reason. Well, when you told me that, you hurt my feelings. Well, guess what, dude? Your feelings are wrong because you hit your brother. <laughs> my job is to correct you so that you're a nice person. I, it's not my job to totally. be nice. Totally. When I correct you, it's because totally. I love you. Well, and like right, five-year-old, like, and yet I'm having conversations like this about fifty-year-old fucking no, coworkers. Well, like, I mean, like right? There is so much talk about how like feelings are always valid. No. And unfortunately, that's not true. I mean, right? They feel very strong to you. Go try to buy a car you can't afford <laughs> and tell the fucking salesman that you feel the price is wrong. And let's see how that fucking works. Call the bank and tell me you feel the interest in your credit well, card. And like, right? Like, it's right. Feelings are very real and they feel very real to you in the moment whenever they're happening to you. But there has to be some sort of discernment of acknowledging what is a rational yeah, feeling. A self-regulation. And, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Self-regulation of being a, an adult, a human, a mature human being, right? Um, I don't know where I was going with this, but I feel like a lot of people are just so willing to validate any sort of feelings. And Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I think there's that. And I think, I think that woke people are predators in the same way that they find the EC prey. They know who the fuck is going to shut them down in a second. They sure. know that there are certain conversations they could not possibly have in person with certain individuals because they totally. wouldn't have the balls to do so. And if you don't have the balls to stand behind your little woke beliefs that you spout out on your keyboard and you fucking write on little fucking signs. <laughs> but here's sure, the thing. Then you can oh, solve But here's the thing, right? Like they've, I feel like there's been this world contracted by, right? Just you saying this, that you can't justify us. You're immediately an oppressor and I don't have to deal with you. And because oh, you're a contrarian well, well, to me, I don't have to listen to you. You're all right. Shut the fuck I'm up. Okay you're a that. Nazi. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that because I am oppressing you because you're being a bitch. <laughs> I would just say being and, wrong. And being and, wrong is a nicer way to say the that. The day that the world is run by people that are pussies like you, I'll worry. Because that day means that it can affect my earning capability and my ability to move around the world. As long as I'm just getting my finger pointed one by make, a couple of nerds right, sure. who couldn't slap each other if a dick was one, in front of them. One can make the argument that the Democratic Party is becoming more and more progressive and more and more trying to achieve that sort of worldview. Could they well, not? 
They could. My argument is that I'm a little bit older. And sure. so I just know how they shift their pandering. Fair. Yeah, totally. Totally. Right. I mean, <laughs> both sides. It's not, that's just not exclusive to Democrats. Let's be clear. It's pander, pander, pander. Oh, you guys want to hear us? Pander, pander, pander. <laughs> What we selling today? Yeah, lemonade it is. You know what I mean? Like they and me. last week they were banning lemonade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and six years ago we made it on whiskey. You know what I mean? Like, it, like right. I, I just don't think I don't think that those organisms operate in in that capacity. And I also just again from personal experience from from my life is hold on a lot of this a lot of this happens when people. Feel they're, when they're at an age when they feel that there's going to be no opportunity left for them. Sure. It's really easy sure. to believe a famine mentality when you have no idea what it's like to go get your own food. And what it's like to go get your own food is very simple. You pick a thing and you wake up every morning and you do it. And you feel that commitment because that's what you have to do to get your food. It doesn't mean that the road to get the food is going to be fulfilling every time. No. Lucky people get to have that. Not everybody does. I don't think you should hate your job. But this notion that I have the right to be happy, man, and make however many. So they want to be happy. They want to have Louis Vuitton fucking purses and duck lips for Instagram. They want. I don't. Be, I don't know who this well, person is you're making up right now, they, though. They, I, hold on, I don't know the person that wants to be happy, but also wants that. Fucking protesters and the people that the protesters admire. I. I don't think that's accurate. I think maybe the pro people they admire maybe sometimes, but I don't think. Why do you admire it then? Because people are sheep. Exactly. People are sheep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So again, if that had that conversation or that exchange, I don't care if I'm sounding oppressing because A, that's not my intention. B, that's how you're interpreting words that you don't like because they're sure. abrasive to your message. Sure. And C, fuck you. I'm glad you're interpreting it that way because your fucking IQ, emotional IQ is showing me that me and you cannot have a dialogue with logic behind it. Because at some point you're going to flip the board over and cry foul. So, and that's before I ever get aggressive enough to put a hand on you, but you will act as I already did. Sure. Yeah. Well, words are violence. You know what I, mean? I don't know if you know this, Carlos. Words yeah, are violence in 2020. If I walk into my house because I had a shitty meeting and I go, where's my dinner, bitch? I agree. Words are violence. If I'm telling your bitch has to move because I have a meeting that's going to change my family's life forever and you're blocking the fucking avenue because of your fucking fringe cause because you, you think a man who wants to be a woman should be able to go into a different bathroom. I don't. I, I'm done. And this is such a straw man you're making. That's, but like, that's such a straw man you're making, right? Like nobody's protesting that right no, now. No, not right now. I'm just saying <laughs> I don't want to use a specific current thing gotcha, to okay. not get in trouble. Gotcha, but I'm okay. saying things that over the last three years I've heard that people are up in arms about. And, the, and what well, hold on, up in arms is such a, right, up in arms right now in today's age means people are talking about on Twitter. That's not up in arms. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah That's not yeah, up in arms. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, uh, protesting and all that, you know, it, it's just, it, it's necessary. It's transformative, but it's also become super redundant and highly unorganized in its effectiveness, I think. So, you know, I like here in Vegas, it's 107 degrees. Why don't you show me devotion now? Fuck that. It's way too hot. <laughs> I thought you it's was insane. woke. Well, no, I mean, well, and like, right, like the city of Las Vegas banned protesters from uh, carrying any sort of backpacks or coolers. So, right, right. like there's city ordinances that make it e even more extremely difficult here. 
And granted, like, right, the city of Las Vegas, like, right, from something that's not from Las Vegas, saying the city of Las Vegas has done this sounds like, oh, no, the entire account. But, right, the city of Las Vegas, in actuality, in terms of geography, is a very, maybe covers 45% of what you would consider Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. So, where the actual protests are happening, I don't think this necessarily, right, it can be an issue, but... I don't think it's as big of an issue as a lot of people say it is. It is an issue. It is fucked up that they're banning backpacks and coolers from protests. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And like you said, we live in 107 degree heat. That is a way of suppressing people's right to gather and protest without suppressing it. That's just yeah. some fucking political bullshit. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there, there's also been attacks and an officer got fucking shot in the head. Here in town? Yeah. What are you talking about? There's an officer that got shunned. Oh, I do know what you're talking about. How did I forget about that? So, <laughs> I, so I mean, again, I'm not. Well, so the protesters. I mean, I mean a protester got shot as well. I'm not on either side. <laughs> I mean, people were getting shot, side. dude. No, no, I just think <laughs> people were getting shot. I don't think that the police department in Las Vegas is racially charged. I think they treat every everyone equal. I I I, I, I don't think. That. I think I, it's no, socially economically based, not necessarily racially based. No, no, no. I'm talking about metro. Metro sure. to no, me, I'm talking about it, my yeah. experience with the Metropolitan Police Department in Las Vegas. Yeah, but your experience is Del No, hold on. You're not letting me finish. Sure, I guess. What do you guess? <laughs> no, you you're right. I'm form. sure I guess I'm not letting you finish is the first lesson. Yes. Continue. <laughs> I think they're equally abusive to everyone. Metro. I think, in fact, I mean, I, mean, I know well-to-do people that have been on the shit in a metro. Sure. The only difference is they have a little bit more education, maybe more experience with a lawyer, and they shut the fuck up and sue later. Right. But in the meantime, they still arrest you and they still take you there and ask questions second, you know. So I, I just I, and, I, and I, I recognize that fucking some places in the country are way more racially charged and the statistics sure. prove it. Here, I accuse them of being equally abusive. <laughs> So it's across the board for yes. police brutality. Yes. <laughs> well, it's still bad. Yes. It's yes. still no, bad. I agree. I it's agree still bad. That. I agree with that. But I, I, you know, it's just it's a. I just think for, for people my age is taking note, taking note of how much of this has to do, in my, in my opinion, with the, the family racing in America. I think the family system in America needs to have more emphasis. I, I think I we need that, to yeah. diversify it to be inclusive of all the different types of family. Right, yeah. The term have. nuclear family needs to go like out. No, well, no, no nuclear family no, no, should no not just be nuclear. defined by divorce, should be defined by any non-prior traditional way of having a family. Inclusive. I don't That's want new I mean. words. So, I so, want everybody included in I nuclear. Mean, so, so then, yeah, that means you would get rid of what the term nuclear means, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because yeah, the term no. nuclear family started being used when people got divorces and they had different kids from different people and then they got together. Right. Well, my understanding of the term nuclear family is nuclear family is a mom and a dad that stays together with parent with their children. No. That's my understanding. No, no, no. A nuclear family is a div any Any divorce. And then a new family, like a second chance. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. So like uh, the Brady Bunch, you know, like she had her daughters or her right. kids. And like that's a nuclear family. Interesting. Yeah. But I think that that includes gay folks. And I think it includes, you know what I mean? Like anybody, grandparents raising children. I, you know, I, I don't think it should be just so defined by it. But I think that. It's important that it's not just a one-person role, I guess is the best way to say it. One person yeah, totally. is very yeah. difficult for one person to be a parent. Yeah, I don't think anyone would disagree with that. You know, like th yeah. th that's it. And it's also very difficult for one person to be very good at anything 
that has to do with emotional intelligence if they're alone. Sure. And a single mother by virtue barely has time to date because she has to work. And the kids have to go to school. I mean, a single father too. Yeah, or a single yeah. parent. I shouldn't yeah, say single, single mother is just more common, but yeah, a single, a single parent. You know, and and I've heard them. I have friends that are single parents, and they and, and you ask them if they're dating anybody, they're like, no, I, how, I don't. How would you have the time? Yeah, how would you have well, the time? Not I mean, only that, but maybe maybe you have kids. a daughter, yeah. and maybe she's at an age where there's really no right way for that shit to go well. Sure, totally, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so no, I and think, every kid's gonna be different too, and exactly. you never know how they're gonna exactly. react to something like that. Exactly, but. You can't be the disciplinarian, the encourager, the educator, and and the provider, and the and and the and the care provider all at once. Yeah. When you work at nine to whatever nine right. to five, when you're trying to make and ends have meet. The, yeah, man. Yeah. No, it's, it's you yeah. Know? And, and then when when were you supposed to date? <laughs> yeah. Because some of these kids that are super damaged, by the way, are the ones that. The mom is on point with the financial and the taking care of your safety and everything. Sure. But she's doing her own thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or dad, yeah. you know, like, I mean, I love golf. Like we said, right. I saw, I used to golf every fucking Saturday, every single Saturday, That's religiously. Right. <laughs> but golfing every Saturday means you're gone. In my case, from five in the morning to 11 o'clock in the morning, every single Saturday. Yeah. Cause the rounds about, three and a half to four and a half hours. And then you got to settle up the bets. We went in four groups, 20 bucks a piece. You can make some money. And now you're having a sandwich or something. In my case, a whiskey, you know? So, and there's certain, and I'm not faulting the guy that works a fucking 65 hour week and wants to go golf and do that on Saturdays. For me, that time, I'd rather spend it with my kids. Sure. You know, and I think that everybody has their own version of that with their kids. And I think that's what's important for them because the bullying comes from 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 somebody exploiting a flaw or an insecurity, yeah. right? Well, how do you get rid of insecurities? A, you don't. You manage them. Yeah. You, how do you learn to management by having Family a role support. model that goes, well, you support know what? When I was little, watch, yeah. my fucking ear was big. Right. <laughs> you know, like, oh, it turns out that happened yeah. to you, so right. I'm yeah. not the only one. Right. So this has happened to other people before. Yeah, yeah it has. Right. Uh, you know, I think that's huge towards that resentment, not building in each human being and going out there. And spinning it out. Because half of the shit that you're hearing from people, when, when, when a racist goes off on a black person, to me, what I hear is that person hates themselves. They're saying key words to offend sure. the person in front sure. of them. But they're the just trying to hurt the person in front of them. self-loathing. Yeah, sure. To me. Because you can't be a person that loves themselves and go- Have that much hate towards yeah, anything, really. To, to, and especially really. towards something that is so hurtful towards a group of people, by the way, because there's specific things that yeah. I don't think they mean, but I think it's like they say it because it's going to have the desired right. effect right. in well, that I, moment. It's a matter of trying to see how hurt or how much pain you can inflict on the other person, yes. because for whatever reason, that's going to make you feel better about yourself. Yes. But it just doesn't. Which it, which it, it won't. Doesn't. Which it won't. But that's all you know. Right. Sure. 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 You know? You've been hurt so much. All you know is to hurt. It's the only operating right. system. To either hurt or to be with. hurt. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's unfortunate. So. And like, right. Like, I mean, I, uh, some of the works at early childhood education, you don't, I mean, racism is just not an inherent thing in human beings, right? Like I see little children who look different, who have different hairstyles and they don't care about it. It's like, Hey, oh, you're playing with a car. Oh, I want to fit with this car. Oh, we're playing dresses. I'm playing dresses. Let's do yeah. this. You're walking weird. I'm walking weird. Let's do this. Heck that's yeah. It. That's and it. that's a beautiful thing. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. That's like, well, it's- and that's also another reason why I want my kids to remain part of the public school system. 
Sure. You know, sure. the social I, aspect of school is very important. Unquestionably, unquestionably. And it's very easy to be a private school tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's a pathetic shit to be. Oh, so you're the least pussy in a group of pussies. Essentially, this is what we're talking about. Is this what we're talking about? You're the least so bitch dumb. in a group of bitches. Okay. Well, well I suppose in your land, that's a that's a source of what pride. If it's a private wrestling school. I also only I don't know if such a thing exists. A private wrestling academy. Um, what happens? I, I'll break him down. <laughs> One of you is gay. <laughs> and you just look around. And you just look around and let them figure it out. And you create a Lord of the Flies type of situation. Uh. And I know it for a fact. Social media, it's got that extra account. That's hilarious. Who has a hidden account? <laughs> <laughs> me. That's very. Do mean. I know? Do I not know? I don't know. It's open ended. <laughs> But someone here knows. You're you know what I'm saying? You catch me. <laughs> putting the seed of doubt. Not even doubt. I'm just yeah. Now see, that's the kind of skill set I want my kids to have. But well, only use it when it must for be good. Used. For good. And like right in this fictional scenario where we've builds up. I'm going to continue to build up where, where you would assume in a wrestling academy, those boys, probably a little bit more conservative, probably a little bit more fearful of <laughs> homosexual people. You would really throw them for a loop, I feel like. You would really throw them for a loop. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. now you're gonna, one of them is going to call their dad. And their dad went to an all-boys school, too. <laughs> I love this Talk about triggered. Talk about triggered. <laughs> Yeah, military school boy. I know about uh, your friend Jay. Yeah, the, the ethereal bachelor. Yes. <laughs> ethereal. 52 years old. Yeah, never married, huh? I know. He's a swinger. Serious. <laughs> Listen, man, if it has a hole, <laughs> I'm not going to leave it like an anthill. I'm just like a hornet's nest. <laughs> I mean, help. <laughs> This is stupid. This is a stupid line of the honey out of the beehive. <laughs> out of the bee stone. <laughs> That's not appropriate. That's disgusting. That was not appropriate, ladies disgusting. and gentlemen. I don't know where you're disgusting, man. It's probably going to get cut up. Yeah, no, it is. It's definitely going to. You should not put your dick in any of those places. I mean, I mean that's going to be cut out and just, that's going to be it. That's going to be the clip. That's going to be the clip. Life advice. Life advice. You can't fuck the honey out of the coat. Oh, my God. You're fucking dumb. Uh, well, you know, I try. <laughs> I, I do. Oh, I know. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, what else happened this week? What else happened to you this week? That was it, man. Uh, like I said, uh, cooking, eating, relaxing, a little bit of the buffalo and uh, just uh, work, man. Yesterday work. You know, I did go back to train for the most part at Extreme Couture's at least once a day, which is great. It's exciting. So feel good. Been doing some pad work with people and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, just trying to trying to write it out, write it out. I mean, obviously it's good to see that people aren't like dropping like flies, like right. we kind of all thought would happen. Totally. But uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's the one thing that I think is just should not be a partisan issue is that this, the shit's very real. 
It's something we've never seen before. Also, just wear a mask. It's, it's, it's wear a fucking mask, dude. Do anything. Just wear a fucking mask. It, the fact wear, that that's I mean, gone. Did you see? Hold on, time out. Did you see that the United States withdrew from the WHO today? I did. Yeah. The World Health Organization. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, I don't. I don't mind that. Can we? Can we? Can we allocate that money towards that. towards uh, the CDC? It'd be more beneficial. One hundred and ten percent. Fuck them. Yeah. Listen, well, I. I mean, there's plenty of examples of the World Health Organization not being the best organization. Let's talk about Taiwan. Let's talk about Taiwan. Because you know what? We will. The who won't. They won't. You, you, they won't talk about Taiwan. You world to anything. Sure. Right. And usually there's fuckery afoot. Like well, FIFA. The FIFA is a piece of shit organization. What? Like, no way. The, the, <laughs> the fucking Formula One circuit. Another mafia. The fucking, uh, you know, it, it's world. Oh, the world. The whole Wait, world. Carlos, are the you saying Olympic the people Committee? who are in power aren't trying to be benevolent to their fellow man? The thing about it is that <laughs> some of it is like, like that organization is not even set up for you to be able to do nefarious shit. And they figured it out yeah. though. You know, it's like, yeah, but- What bribes can yeah. I take? But your son wants to be in the Olympics. He's a rower. I'm going to need a villa. <laughs> I need me a villa to watch Olympians. <laughs> In the winter, <laughs> of course, it's fucking crazy, dude. So I don't know. I don't. I don't mind that, and uh, I don't mind any president in, a, in the United States deciding to cut ties with com- with any country that has utilized predatory tactics to leverage their economic and their social position. I like. I like the idea. By that logic, wouldn't every country be able to cut ties with us? Then, I mean, I guess economically they can't. But right. by that logic, wouldn't they have at least the right to? They do. Yeah. And, and they do. Yeah. Some do. But it's beneficial to them not to yeah, for the most part. And I think that this is going to reinvigorate the manufacturing capabilities of our country. Interesting. And there's going to be a lot more people that are going to, uh, hopefully they can facilitate some uh, some money to 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 jumpstart that much in the way that Elon does and and start making, no, you can't get away with everything. I was going to bring but, something up earlier. But there's plenty of things that, that that you can make here. And you just reminded me by saying Elon. What's that? Come on, Kanye. Oh my God. Bro, dude. what's up, dude? Kanye 2020, 2024, okay. baby. So here's my, here's, here's what I, here, here's my suggestion on that one. Yeah, hit me. Um, I would like for him to run for Surgeon General and I would like him. So let me interrupt you. You can't run for Surgeon General. That's an appointed position. <laughs> I would like Trump. <laughs> I would like Trump. I would like Trump to appoint him a Surgeon General, with a caveat that we do that first by throwing him into a primary. But he has a decoy because what I want is everybody that votes for him. We got you're not gonna get your candidate, but guess who's your primary physician now, <laughs> Doctor Kanye. Good luck, and then let Kanye run wild. Just with Why those a surgeon people. general? Why would you want him because to be in the doctor position? Because I want it to be a government but he's position. he's not a doctor. And I want the dummies that would be willing to vote for him to be directly affected by him. By okay, default. but again, 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 you That's don't you don't vote for surgeon general. I, I, he can be appointed after he wins the primary that shows who's going to vote for him. Because what I really want is to I'm extract just, his fan base. Nothing what you're saying makes sense with the way our political system works. <laughs> I pretend he's going to run for president and I throw him in a primary to draw out the vote. So primary in what? A presidential primary for the Democrats or the Republicans. I don't care. All I need is to pool people that would vote for it somehow. Okay. And then have them affected by him. Like now he's in charge of your fucking IRA. Well, <laughs> like, I think it's incredible, right? Because Kanye is an unabashed Trump supporter. 
Yes. Well, I guess now we know a little bit why too, right? You heard that it came out that some of Kanye's uh, companies got government money? That's not surprising to me. I mean, so did the Catholic Church. But specifically you know, here in this town, Las Vegas, the the diocese. But see how I imagine church, so that in my head. Whatever. When 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 Kanye was kind of like talking shit about the presidents and and, sure. and and in the past, as Trump comes into power, whatever stimulus goes on, Kanye gets it. He's informed that this happens, and all of a sudden, he loved the president. But he loved Trump before this. Maybe. He's been on the Trump mean, train for to, like since like the beginning of I'd the have to election. Look at some some timelines, shit. You know. I guess. Uh, but so I think it's kind of genius because right, like anyone that's gonna that would have voted for Kanye that was already gonna vote was probably gonna vote for Joe Biden. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and like, right? Who knows though? You can say like, people right? Say I hear people say, shit. well, yeah, I hear people say, oh, Kanye's not serious. He can't even run in a certain amount of states because he missed the deadline. He missed five states deadline at this point. It's not that many. It's still forty five other states. I'm not sure exactly what those states are, but right, the electoral breakdown, right? They may not even be some of the bigger states in terms of like California and Texas. So kind of whatever, kind of whatever. And again, like, right, Donald Trump has very clearly proven that you don't need to be a politician to win the presidency, which has probably always been true because it's always been a popularity contest, at least in my lifetime. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's probably been a popularity contest since like Kennedy with the advent of TV debates. Bush proved that you didn't have to be intelligent and Trump's proving that you don't have to be a politician or super intelligent either. Right. So like, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's very likely 2024, we see something like Kanye versus The Rock. <laughs> I vote for The Rock right now. <laughs> so many people would. So many people would. <laughs> I'd vote for that motherfucker right now. But I mean, my I, point exactly. See, I I have a breakdown of I I I don't like Kanye's music. I don't like Kanye as a human. You don't being, like his really. most recent Jesus Saves album? I think I have a or Jesus is King. I think it's called. Uh, I couldn't even. It's I, like I, all gospel music because he mumbles so much. I probably could guess eventually if one of them is his song. Sure, right? But my biggest psychological breakdown on that fucking guy is who he's married to and who raised him. And I think that tells me everything I need to know about hit that, that, that guy. You know how Kanye's mom died, right? I don't, I don't want to get into it. I've heard you go on. I've heard you wax on about this it's so tremendous. many times in my life. And tremendous. I just don't care. Is it I just don't care. It's a true man. That dude, that dude. And, and he has admitted having bipolar disorder. It'd be remarkable for people to be like, yeah, but that was, that was then. <laughs> oh no, that's for your entire life, sir. I'm sorry. You're missing for that's your entire life. Now, don't you know that was just a PR screen, dude? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but I think it would be, it would be, it's a troll. It is a troll. It's a, it is it's ultimately a good, a good troll. And it'll be fun to see in 2024 when he actually runs and wins the presidency. I, I was actually a lot more intrigued by uh, <clears throat> Candace Owens having- Candace Owens? Uh, yeah, having confirmed talks with Biden's team. I try not to pay my attention to anything that relates to Candace Owens. I truly do my best to not consume any sort of, I see a Candace Owens thing, I ignore it. I just can't give that person the time of day. I just, when I see the Democrats doing things like that, I just, I guess anything's possible. Ever since Trump won, anything's possible. Because on one side, they're saying that he's slipping and I just don't see him losing. Well, so but do you know what I, I think, think is, him winning so either. hold on, time out. Do you know what I think is a great indication of where Trump's power is, where like his, not maybe not his power, but where his support is and like the levels of support is, right? You look at 
candidates that Trump has come out and endorsed, right, in the last year. They, he's now endorsed, like, his five most recent endorsements in, like, uh, state races and, like, city races have lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, two years ago, right, when kind of the Colin Kaepernick thing, right, because it's been kind of a thing now, right, Donald Trump kind of ran after the NFL. Two years ago, there's it's kind of unquestionably that Donald Trump won that battle, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So I mean, now, and it seems like they're going to kind of rebattle, rebattle that. Same with NASCAR. Same with NASCAR with this whole Bubba Wallace thing. Yeah. Those three things, right? NFL, NASCAR, and then him endorsing people and them losing, that signifies his base, right? NFL fans, NASCAR fans. I mean, if you're an NFL NASCAR fan who's not a Trump supporter, obviously I'm not talking about yeah, you. Yeah. But I think generally that's a good generalization of the Trump supporter. Hmm. So I think those are great metrics to look into here in this next year to see kind of how well Trump is actually doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's definitely getting, getting to be interesting. Well, and like, right. Are they going to do debates? Cause right with this whole coronavirus, it's a perfect, re, perfect excuse for Joe Biden not to go into a debate with Donald Trump, which I think the vast majority of people think Donald Trump will crush him. He I would. think I, I think I believe that. He would. I mean, I mean, if, right. If you watch Joe Biden talk at any sort of event in the last year, two years, it's pretty evident the man's just not like, I don't, I don't want to sound like a right leaning conspiracy theorist, but like, right. If you compare it to videos from him five years ago as VP, right. The cadence, his ability to stay on top of what he's talking about. There's a difference. Yeah. And it makes sense. He's an older person. I'm not saying like, right. This is a normal part of life. I'm not disparaging for it, but. And I'm not saying Donald Trump doesn't have his own quirks with his own speech patterns and his own weird things, right? And and we're forgetting to mention the tabloid element of this. Maxine. Giselle. Giselle Maxine. Uh, The newest prisoner. She's in jail. So, to me, if this was House of Cards... Dude, don't even... we, We can't talk about this. Kevin Spacey's too scary. He'll find us and kill us. That's the perfect... Perfect excuse for Bro. Trump because we got to stop talking about this. Kevin Spacey's going to find us and kill you us. Have I'm suicided. terrified of that man. You have her suicided automatically. Whose fault is it? Uh, the Clintons. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I've this broad may know right. who Trump fucked or didn't fuck when he was hanging out with Epstein. I mean, it seems like she would know just about everybody who was fucking and didn't fucking. So who's the right. biggest loser there would be Trump, not the Clintons, because that's how it already semi out. Yeah, you have to be pretty oblivious to the fact that Bill Clinton wasn't there multiple times. Of course. And I'm not, right, I'm not picking on Bill Clinton because there was multiple people who did that. But also, did you know who owns an island right next door to Epstein's island? Let me throw you this. Let me throw you this little conspiracy theory rabbit tiger? hole. No, it's James Biden, a.k.a. Joe Biden's brother. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> we'll have to look that up. Little Beast, do your research. Because if we say any more, we're going to get Clinton. Yeah. We're going to get, we're going to get taken care tremendous. of. But no, dude. And like, so I'll talk about it. But like, you know, all this crazy shit about Kevin Spacey, right? I mean, I know that there was a one guy who acted. What I read was a guy kind of fucking led Kevin Spacey. Sure, on. but he was like 14. No, because he was at a bar drinking. Oh, and I was, maybe I'm thinking of it someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but Kevin Spacey also had like an underage thing. A oh, scandal I with like a 14 I year old. Dude. I was talking about the other guy. Was the actor? It's like, oh, he grabbed my dick, but the whole time he was texting his girlfriend. But yet he stayed put. Like it was a very weird situation. Whatever. Uh, so right, Kevin Spacey has been intimately linked with Prince Andrew, the Epstein's, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Uh, 
and right. He's a, he's a wild man, evidently. And when Kevin's, and when all of this controversy, I think it was when it was the, I, I want to say it was like a 14 year old dude, but I could be totally wrong. Maybe it's, maybe it's the dude you're thinking of, but there was some, a couple years ago, right? When he got canceled off House of Cards, he released this YouTube video of him in character as Frank Underwood, but not really kind of giving like a very cryptic message. And he flashes this ring that's supposed to be Prince Alexander or Prince Andrew's ring and shit. Very creepy shit. Very creepy shit. I don't know. I think Kevin Spacey might kill us just for talking about this right now. Nah, <laughs> you'll never hear it. We're safe. <laughs> Listen, with the one that I read, I'm on your side, K-Dog. <laughs> I will say House of Cards, way better with him in it versus with him without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a show, you know. He's, yeah. he's a goddamn show. Yeah. Speaking of shows, <laughs> you got to watch Kingdom. I'm not going to watch the show. You, much wa- you know what show you should watch? I can eat with the show recommendation. Love on Netflix with uh, Jillian Jacobs from Community. Hmm. Blonde, blonde girl. I will look at it. It is with also one of, I don't know his name, but it's one of the most ugliest male actors I've ever seen in my life. And the whole premise of the show is that he is some loser nice guy that his fiance breaks up with him for being too nice and too in love with him. And Jillian Jacobs character is this kind of adult loser that just kind of sleeps around. kind of has a problem with alcohol and drugs, kind of trying to figure out her life and they meet. And she's like, he's like the first nice person that's ever been nice to him. And she kind of starts feeling for him and like, it explores that relationship dynamic in LA. It's pretty good. It's very well. It's, you know, who directs it? Motherfucking Steve Buscemi. I like Steve Buscemi. Yeah. I saw that he directed and I was like, oh, cool. That's, That's a good show. I'm like, I don't know. I'm probably like halfway through the first season. There's like three seasons on Netflix. You know what else is coming to Netflix? Cobra Kai. <laughs> Little Beast. <laughs> we will be covering Cobra Kai extensively. You guys got to watch season one and two. Be ready for season three. I haven't watched it. Oh, dude. I recommend you do a weekend where you watch Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3. And then go and, and jump into Cobra Kai. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's the way you would have to do it. Oh, you have to watch it. Well, and obviously, that's how James let's not even it. mention the other Karate Kid, the more recent remake. Oh, I don't fuck with that. It's a horrible movie. I don't fuck with that. It's a horrible movie. Yeah, the guy. are you talking about the guy that James studies karate in China? China? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the movie I'm now, talking now about. That's <laughs> fucking racist. <laughs> That's some that is, that is shit. And that's Jaden Smith, dude. That's Will Smith's kid. The Fresh Prince. Who's got a whole set of fucking issues of his own anyhow. Yeah. Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to know enough controversial. About I don't, I don't even know if he's that. of age to talk shit about him. Jaden Smith? Yeah, he has to be, right? I don't know. I don't even know if he's a heat. Am I supposed to call him a heat? I don't know. Well, You're I'll, never I'll, supposed to assume I'll, gender I'll at this go point. with them. I mean, you can just call him his name, Jaden. Okay, so Jaden. <laughs> I, I don't know what his deal is. But he was good in that movie. But they should have named it something else. That's all. Yeah. This is not karate. With a different fucking it's name. just not karate. No. Nah. It's and just also, not karate. Four is is a stretch. I haven't even seen four. I've never even seen four. Hillary Swank. No thanks. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm the good. only <laughs> thing four had was Mr. Miyagi. Oh, uh, I mean, how did well, first of all, R.I.P. Respect to the legend. Oh, Mr. Wait. Miyagi. If we're the children of the beast, it's respect to the legend down there, I feel like. Well, the beast lives below. The beast and, yeah, the so beast. like respect down there yeah, with yeah. like, yeah, with like Dio, Lemmy. Yeah, yeah. They did. Vinnie, the Paul brothers, Dimebag, Vinnie Paul. For sure, for sure. They're all down there. Bon Scott. Yeah. I mean, it's like ACD says, ACDC says, hell's where my friends are going to be. That is true. That's, that's true. true. So anyway, I think that's it, right? Yeah. The children that's of the beast, uh, episode one. 
We'll reconvene after the UFC this weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See what um, takes place. Send uh follow us, the show on YouTube at Children of the Beast Podcast. It's a YouTube channel. Subscribe, like the video. It's also going to be an audio release on your favorite podcast platform. So just search Children of the Beast. Make sure you hit subscribe on Apple. Leave us a five-star review. It helps us so that we can get bumped up to the algorithm so that we can truly prove that we are the fastest growing podcast in the world. In the world. Um, you can follow me at Andrew underscore the hut on all social media. You can follow Carlos at Wolfchild1980 on all social media. And other than that, I think the only thing to say is, hey, little beast, go convert other people. Go paint a pentagram on them. Go paint a pentagram outside their house. And just be like, hey, listen to the show. It's satanic. The beast is good. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) 666, baby.